Welcome back, friends, uh, to our, I don't know, episode two of our Frankfurt debrief. It's uh, uh, about 10.30 local time here in Vienna as we are uh, kind of debriefing our, the last couple of days uh, that we've, that's been spent uh, here in Austria uh, with Kerry and uh, Lance Borden and, and several of their mission partners. Uh, Pastor Danny's here with me. This is Pastor Stephen. Uh, I think I forgot to say that, so I'll say it now. It's been a long day. Um, and we're not cutting any of this, so we're just going to go edit free. This is all live. Straight. Well, it'll it'll be live later. Yeah, well, it's live sure. now. It yeah. won't be live later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a little punchy. It's It's been a long day. We've had way too much sausage and other things. Uh, <laughs> it's been a good uh, two days. The last two days have been full of um, travel and meetings with uh, church planters mm-hmm. and pastors um, here uh, uh in Austria, uh, in a couple of places in Vienna, we had two meetings with, uh, people today, but yesterday, uh, we recorded an episode on our way to, uh, a city of about 50,000 people, 70,000 people, 50,000 50, people, uh-huh. maybe 70 with surrounding areas, yeah, right. uh, a town called Vels, uh, which is about two hours by train, um, west of, uh, Vienna. And while we were there, we met, um, uh, two brothers who are, uh, working to plant a church there in Vels. The name of the church is Mosaic Vels. And um, uh, the lead planter, or at least the first one on the ground, who's been mm-hmm. there about three years now, his name is Tom. And uh, and his uh, planting partner's name is Easy. Uh, Ismail is his whole name, and they call him Easy. And, uh, and Easy and his... Uh, so Tom and his wife uh, have been there uh, about three years. And Easy and his wife uh, have been there, I think, about a year, coming about up on a year, year and a half, yeah, maybe well, a little over a year. Yeah, just a little over a year. And, um, and, and so, Tom and Lois are from Switzerland, right? I think, yes. Yeah. Tom and Lois are from Switzerland, and I think Easy's wife is from Switzerland, but I could be wrong. Yeah. We've met a lot of people, and we I'm having a hard time remembering where everyone's from. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, the two younger guys in their mid-30s, uh, mm-hmm. both married, both have kids. Tom's got a third one on the way, and... Uh, any week now, uh, but it was good. Good meeting. So we met in Easy's apartment um, in uh, not really downtown Bells, but close to downtown, mm-hmm. a historic area, and uh, had lunch. Uh, Easy made some really good pumpkin soup. He had a mild version and a wild version, and there's <laughs> cheese and frankfurters and uh, chicken to add and yeah. all kinds of good stuff. It was it was really really good. Um, but spent a couple three hours, um, maybe more, maybe like more like four, having I lunch, think it was, yeah. talking, uh, walking around mm-hmm. uh, the downtown area, and prayer mm-hmm. walking through some uh, areas, and uh, just hearing kind of their vision for church planting uh, uh, there in that area. And um, anyway, but uh, Danny, what what were a, a couple of things that uh, stuck out to you from our meeting with them that um, <clears throat> that maybe you would encourage uh, people at First West? Uh, to be praying about, thinking about, to be encouraged by or challenged by? Yeah, I, I think uh, um, uh, I was a little surprised. Surprise might be the wrong word, but to, mm-hmm. um, that that they were a, a church plant out of the um, the GE. GEB, it's a, uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, is it G, yeah, GEB? No, G, uh, GEM, Greater Europe Mission. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a BEG, which is basically the, the, the evangelist, uh, evangelical church union mm-hmm. uh, that they were kind of a, a part of. Right, but, right. And so, um, uh, but anyway, they're, they're a church plant um, out of that group. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, as we were 
Stephen and I had an opportunity as we were eating the soup and whatnot to spend some time with uh, uh, Easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm having the hardest time pronouncing yeah. some of these names. <laughs> uh, the, the next two are a lot easier because they're American names. I'm terrible with that. But uh, anyway, but um, he just uh, talked about um, how he came to faith and all of that and, and just his, his call to, to missions mm-hmm. and uh, um, just his willingness to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, and even his family's encouragement to to go do that, mm-hmm. um, and just how excited they were to be in the the, the city of Wales, mm-hmm. and we got to hear their vision mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Um, for that city, and yeah. uh, um, just believing that they could they could reach the whole city. I mean, it, yeah. uh, this is a city of fifty thousand, yeah. and it's yeah. a, you know it's a, it's a and big the, city. Yeah, and they're and they're looking at the whole city of Vels as potential members of their, yeah, their church. Absolutely. But th- their, their, their vision is a little bit different though, because they're not thinking first, you know, and, and in conversations with them and with Lance uh, a little bit later, cause Lance has been working with them for a little while. Um, their, their approach is different. Uh, and Lance was explaining to me, I don't, I don't know if we, we've kind of, you know, split up in conversations mm-hmm. as we're mm-hmm. walking with people and stuff, but, Lance was uh, telling me that that um, uh, that Easy and, and Tom have gone about this a bit differently. Often, when church planners go to plant a church, they start with um, um, a model or, or an end goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Like the end goal is, we're going to be meeting on Sundays and we're going to have midweek groups or whatever, and you right. know this is what it's going to look like. And right. then they'll go and do kind of a demographic study or or a ethnographic study mm-hmm. of the the city or the people that they're trying to reach and then they'll they'll kind of uh, put their plan together after they already have the end in sight then they'll do the research and then move forward mm. Lance was telling me they've they've done it differently so they've done they started with all the ethnographic demographic information first they've tried they've done their very best to understand the community that they're in and and now knowing that they're thinking about okay now what does what does church or church planting in mm-hmm. this community look like? Mm-hmm. Which is why they're not thinking, <clears throat> why they're not thinking right now, oh, we're going we're gonna to have a church service right. first thing. Right. And I think that's down the road. I think it's going to come. But, but they're not launching as a church, as mm-hmm. we often see with church plants. Mm-hmm. They're not launching with a service. No. They're, they're kind of taking a running start, if I could put it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. They're having you know, weekly meetings in different ways, walks in the park where they'll have you invite people to come walk uh, a nearby park with them and they'll stop and have like micro sermons and then conversation along yeah, right, the way. Right. Uh, and, and they do some guys nights in a nearby, uh, a nearby garden where there's a fire pit mm-hmm. and, and they'll just mm-hmm. meet with guys and talk yeah. as yeah. men with yeah. men in the community. And well, they were talking about like doing that. some like game nights mm-hmm. and, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, but it's hard work. Um, and for a lot of reasons, but it's mostly hard relationally to get, to get in because these guys are not, they're not locals. They're Mm -mm. from outside and, and people in Vels know that they're outsiders. Um, um, Tom and his wife are from Switzerland and they speak, they speak German with Mm -hmm. a Swiss accent and, and, uh, we, we probably wouldn't hear that, um, cause I can barely hear German any <laughs> accent, but, uh, but locals can hear it. So you just, you know, that when somebody's not, not from there, uh, so you have that, uh, but also the, uh, the kind of the, the, 
the the heart attitude mm-hmm. of people. That, and, and this is what we've been hearing in every place about people in, in Austria, especially is that, um, is that people are guarded, they're private and they're suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it just difficult people, to gain yeah. trust. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, so there's just a lot of, um, Tom and easy are, are really pushing into a lot of, uh, cultural headwind and mm-hmm. spiritual headwind mm-hmm. there in Vels, but they're, they're seeing some growth and, and, in weird places, right? Uh, just phone calls, random phone calls ran- that come in. Yeah, seemingly. Yeah, but, but yeah. yet, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, uh, they were telling us a couple. Tom was telling us a story of, of two different people who um, you know, they'd been doing some social media, trying to you know targeted uh, ads and stuff mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, that kind of thing, and and having like not a lot of. Uh, inviting people to events and stuff, you know, from the community, things that they're doing and not having a lot of response there. But then just like out of the blue, the two different people called Tom, uh, you know, got, got the phone number through the website, called Tom and mm-hmm. said, you know, Hey, I, I think I'm a believer now and I want to be baptized and, and just like, you know, kind of crazy out of the blue stuff. And so, you know, they're, they're working really hard and not seeing a whole lot of fruit in the stuff that they're trying to do. And then these calls come out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, so they were kind of on a high a little bit, right? Because they were the, yesterday. Those, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty excited. And that's yeah. good. Like, yeah, you need those things. Yeah. So, um, but it's good. We, we, um, walking through, we were, um, we walked down a, um, kind of significant, road um it's like the main there in wilson it's mm-hmm. the main historic city roads we, yeah mm-hmm. there's like a, a clock tower that you walk through it's just like major landmark of the city an mm-hmm. old uh catholic church that we stopped in and mm-hmm. talked for a little while um and then down the road a little bit further was um a lutheran church and um tom was telling me i think it's the oldest might be the oldest Lutheran church with a spire yeah. on it or, yeah. or we might call it a steeple. It's mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in between. And normally they just, you know, didn't, didn't build that. I think it was built in the late 1700s. So, right. um, didn't get to go in that, but just from the outside. Um, and, uh, and just walking down the street and seeing people that were there, you know, drinking coffee, eating lunch and mm-hmm. praying for them and thinking about thinking about what, you know, just the work that Tom and, and easier doing and, and praying for softness of heart among the people there in Vils. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I don't know how you, you're in my group praying. I, I've, yeah. w- I've walked with a lot of people in yeah, different permutations of groups. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a good day. It was. Yeah. And I really appreciate just, just the amount of time that we spent in prayer walk. It wasn't a lot of time, No, but as no. we were actually, when we were headed back to the train mm-hmm, and, uh, mm-hmm. um, after we had eaten some ice cream, which was the first thing of ice cream of like how many times we eat ice cream yesterday oh we Four, had no, we had ice cream twice yesterday but we had dessert about 17 yeah, okay, times that's what it was yeah yeah it all runs together but oh yeah, man yeah but yeah but just that experience of prayer walking in that in mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. uh, especially with uh you know the tom who was um just knew the area so well mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. um, i think we at one point we kind of walked through a muslim area and he was just praying mm-hmm. you know for the yeah. muslim population yeah. Yeah. and that uh, um for their eyes to be opened and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and to hear, especially so easy was walking with the other group and praying, but to hear Tom's heart as he's praying and, uh, uh, man, he just, he's, he's loving this. Oh yeah. Small town. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's a pretty plain town. It's, it's not like there's a ton of significant history. There mm-hmm. it was a Tom that was a town that was, was, you know, 
uh, I think much of it was bombed during World War II and right. rebuilt. But when right. they rebuilt it, they they didn't yeah. build all they didn't rebuild all the old stuff. Yeah. They kind of built some new actually, things. Actually, Tom was explaining in. that Vels was the um, ones that actually invited the mm-hmm. the um, the Germans to just come right on yeah. through. Remember oh, that? To, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They 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 and they actually that. had you know a bad mm-hmm. reputation. Mm-hmm. Amongst uh, mm. Austrians, mm. because I that conversation, yeah, it was but, kind of interesting. But uh, yeah. uh, Tom Sheridan was there, and it still, it still kind of hangs over mm-hmm. that city to this mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. but it was something yeah. else on my yeah. mind, but it just left. So yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, it was it was a good visit, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, so we were as walking through the Vels. This is probably a really bad um, comparison, but I was thinking of like kind of like Clovis, New Mexico, like you know, mm-hmm. moderate sized town mm-hmm. by European standards. It's a pretty small town. Most town, a lot of cities are, you know, uh, Vienna is almost 2 million or maybe more, but, um, but, but a smaller town, mm-hmm. um, not, I mean, it had very much a small town feel. It's oh, kind of yeah. spread out, uh-huh. uh, sprawling a little sure. bit, but, sure. but still kind of small town yeah. kind of feel, uh, where people know each other and, and that kind of thing anyway. Uh, so it's interesting experience and, and, um, so we're, we're praying for Tom and, mm-hmm. and easy, easy. Uh, so yeah. and, church, and for their families, um, yeah. their kids were hilarious. So yeah, they've they got were. young, young kids and we, uh, we, we took some, just some little gifts, some stuff from New Mexico, some uh, that just like, Hey, this is a little taste of New Mexico for you. Thanks for having us in your home. That kind of, so I took him some, uh, pinon coffee and, and some green chili pistachios and, uh, um, some for each, each family and two of the kids got, one of the bags of stuff and took it into a room and closed the door and should have known <laughs> that like when the, when the kids go in the room and close the door, trouble's <laughs> happening. Not good. Yeah. And so easy comes and gets me like a couple of minutes. I just like, and he waves me over. He comes, see this, come see. So I, so I go in the room and he shows me, he says, uh, he says the kids, uh, they took the coffee and, and the pistachios and they're mixing them up and they're cooking something for you. That's how you do it. Right. And, you know, it's just like kind of, you know, sarcastically just joking around and the kids had dumped out like half the bag of ground oh, coffee and the, and the pistachios they're mixing it up in a basket, you know, in their little toy kitchen. It was hilarious. Oh, I was dying. It was so funny. They're yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and then this, and then today we had two visits with different leaders, uh, mm-hmm. both here in, in Vienna. Uh, one is, um, um, one of the, one of the elders of the church that, uh, Lance and Carrie are members at and have mm-hmm. been members at for a while. Yeah. Uh, his name is, uh, is Philip and his wife's name is, uh, Christina and they have, they've got like five kids and, uh, but they had us over to their house this morning for, uh, kind of like brunch mm-hmm. and, uh, um, I, I can't remember the name of it, and so I'm not even going to try. Kaiser oh. something, right? So anyway, yeah, yeah never mind. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah, Kaiser something, but mm-hmm. it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christina made these wonderful brioche buns, uh, homemade, and all the butter and, and marmalade, and ham and cheese, and oh, man, it's too much, great. so much coffee. Mm-hmm. Um it was, I mean, a great meal, but but better than the meal was, was just the fellowship there. So interesting the thing there was just so much that um that uh, that Philip and I have in common mm-hmm. like he's pastoring in a church he grew up in right i'm pastoring in a church i grew up mm-hmm. in um he's not there full time he he teaches music in a local school and that's that's his full time job and he's pastoring on um uh, pastoring with his other time mm-hmm. and um i wouldn't say extra time cuz it's probably not much extra they've got five kids but right. with his other time right and um yeah, and and just talking about um, church health and discipleship and wanting to see people grow and uh, 
barriers they're pushing against in the culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're mm-hmm. thousands of miles away from them and mm-hmm. our churches are completely different sizes, but just so many different things in common. And it was, um, really encouraging. It's just, it's, it's always encouraging when you, when you run into people that are just kind of in a, in a similar spot in life mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you. And, mm-hmm. um, and you can, and you just, you kind of, you meet someone who gets you, uh, or at least understands what you're going through and, um, or you can kind of understand what they're going through and, sure. and it's just encouraging. But sure. what, what stuck out, we talked for like three hours with them. Yeah, so we did. We did. Well, um, one of the things that really stuck out to me was just the connection that you guys made, which is just such mm-hmm. a good thing. What you're, what you're talking about mm-hmm. and, and, um, just how you encouraged him, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, uh, obviously, uh, he, was discouraged in terms of uh, um, that that getting his his people to really want to grow in their relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. and um, and they're they're kind of pushing back and they're they're experiencing some of the same yeah. problems that we yeah. experience in America mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of, of, of churches and uh, yeah. uh, um, just disagreements and, and mm-hmm. some of that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. and uh, uh trying to reach so, people that don't really want to be reached don't really care to be reached are suspicious and, yeah. yeah of 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 uh people in leadership and mm-hmm. authority and that that kind of thing yeah and, um i'm not saying that that's necessarily the case at our church but but we kind of know how it is being in a culture kind of like that and, and in new mexico maybe people aren't so suspicious of authority but we're talking about like Americans are just kind of anti-authoritarian anyway. Like Mm -hmm. we're, Mm -hmm. we're just fiercely independent as, as individuals, or at least we want to be. And so, um, it was great to hear, uh, some of his wife, uh, Christina's heart too. And and she's just, you know, she's, she's, uh, there's, there's friction in the sense that, you know, she's wanting to model, uh, godly womanhood for, uh, for women in the church mm-hmm. and, and, uh, her heart is just there. Like she loves these ladies. She wants to be a good example and be a good mom and supportive wife. And, uh, just, a, a you know, uh, like a Titus two kind of woman, right. Mm-hmm. Who's, mm-hmm. who's teaching younger wo- mm-hmm. women, what, uh, godly womanhood looks like. And it's just, it's really encouraging. Yeah. And, yeah. He also talked a little bit about just, to, um, and again, there, there were so many similarities to, um, Austria and to America, just yeah. the willingness to just, just bring down the barriers and that like they were unwilling to, to, yeah. to just yeah. put up barriers. They weren't willing to just, just bring them down, be honest, mm-hmm. be transparent, be real. Right. right. That, uh, uh, and it's, I didn't get the impression that like in America, when you say you mentioned this, you know, it's like, well, when you ask somebody how you doing, Oh, good. Yeah. You know, fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, when uh, we ask, how are you doing in America? We don't really care. We're just, it's like saying hi. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But here, and uh, we've been told a couple of times in, in Germany and Austria and Germanic Europe, if, if you ask somebody, how are you doing? Or at least in Germany, this mm-hmm. was the case, mm-hmm. uh, expect an answer mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and maybe more than you're ready for. Yeah. But, yeah. but at the same time, they're not because of the, they keep talking about the shame culture, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, honor, and, shame. And, yeah. yeah honor, yep. shame. And so they're, they're not willing to just reveal the inner heart mm-hmm. and, and much like we're not really willing to do the same thing. Yeah. To yeah. bear our, yeah. our, our, our real issues, mm-hmm. our real challenges mm-hmm. and allow somebody in, allow somebody to mm-hmm. speak into our life, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And they're experiencing the same thing yeah. it, um, with those in their church and with those they're trying to reach with the gospel. And, it, it, you know, one of the things that, um, 
you know, sometimes you hit a point in a conversation where somebody says something and you're like, yes, that, that's, you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, Philip was, was talking about the, the importance of being able to get, or, or for, for believers to, um, to get to a place where they can be vulnerable mm-hmm. with one another and, and not, not vulnerable in a sappy saccharine way, but, but to say uh, the way that he said it was, um, to be able to talk about my life, like where I am today right. and not, not where I should be, mm-hmm. uh, although we should talk about where I should be, where, where, where we know Christ is intending to take us, but let's talk about where we really are today. Um, and what we're really struggling with and what we really need prayer for and where we really need to have God's help in repenting and, and exercising faith and obedience. And, and it's just hard for people to do mm-hmm. in cultures like this one. And, and we even see it, um, in America and, and, and it's why, it's why we work so hard in our grow groups on, on Wednesday nights with our adults and spending time and encouraging them to, to spend time really praying for, or, or really mm-hmm. talking about where they are today. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's easy to talk about where we should be. Right. And, and we can, um, and we can talk about, uh, uh, all the things that we know, all the places, all the ways we know we should be growing, but it's all harder to talk about where we're not growing or mm-hmm. where we are struggling and mm-hmm. ask for help mm-hmm. from others. And, and so like we understand the importance of that at first West and we're trying to really, uh, encourage adult believers, men and women, uh, in our grow groups to really to press through that, um, push through that uncomfortable, um, that uncomfortable moment of like, I don't, I really don't want to share what's going on in my life because I know where I should be and I'm not there today. And if I talk about where I am today, people might judge me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of this sin that I'm struggling with, or just this doubt or this worry that I have. And I don't want to admit that. And I don't want people to, um, I don't want people to think that I'm weird or whatever. And so we don't share those things. And we, and, and because we, we, we keep them tucked away, we keep them hidden. They never get dealt with. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't, grow in faith and obedience. We don't grow in sanctification like God would intend that we do because we're keeping it all hidden mm-hmm. or, we're, or we're, we're only sharing it with God and not that that's bad. Like we, we have to take all those things to him, but, sure. but forgetting that God has, has put us in, um, in, in his body, right? Mm-hmm. When, when we come to trust Christ, we become part of the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. And we're not there by ourselves. We're there with the whole group of people and we're meant to, help one another grow into the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, mm-hmm. Ephesians four eleven and change. And, mm-hmm. but we can't, there's not growing into the stature measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. If we're trying to do it on our own. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it was, it was just good. And, and spending time with those guys, I was really, uh, glad for you know, when, uh, when Christina was saying, um, she said, you know, like in our church, we don't do anything flashy or fancy. She said, we just preach the word, mm-hmm. you know, we just, we just preach through the Bible and mm-hmm. give people the Bible because God's word is what people need. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. us too, yeah. like, let's keep, keep doing that. Yeah. And, and, um, uh, just trying to encourage myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, at the same time as, is encouraging Philip to, uh, to say, man, let's press on Mm -hmm. because God's word is going to do his work and his people. So let's keep giving God's people what they need Mm. uh, for him to do his work in them. Uh, It was a really sweet meeting, really sweet meeting. Even our just 
reflection doesn't really do it justice, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. know, there's much laughing and yep. crying and yeah. frustration yeah. Yeah. being vented, yeah. but all yeah. in, all in good ways. Yeah. And, and um, yeah. it was just awesome. Awesome. Um, and then tonight we met with two church planting missionaries, uh, or church, church planting missionary couple, uh, here in Vienna in a, um, a different part of uh, town for at least from where we're staying they're in district nine and that's kind of on the um showed me a map it's kind of on the the west is that right yeah west side of the danube river okay. river um anyway and and uh but so the missionary couple's names are uh also philip uh, and his wife becca and they've got two boys and uh, they've been in vienna for about six years mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. on and on and off there's a short break in there right. but right Anyway, and these are IMB. Yeah, these guys are with IMB. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, so Philip, uh, the first Philip and Christina are uh, they just they're here. They right. they've been they're here. They, yeah, they've yeah. been in that church. Yeah. And uh, and Philip and Becca uh, are uh, are with the IMB, and um, and they are church planning missionaries in a really kind of international mm-hmm. district, a not like the international pot. district no, in Albuquerque. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, not like that. But but kind people of in the from university the, area, right? Yeah. A lot of the um, uh, universities and schools and that kind of stuff. It, uh, mm-hmm. it, over here in Europe, it's, it's similar to other um, uh, uh, countries where you, you decide early on. I think Carrie mm-hmm. was saying mm-hmm. that by the fourth grade, is that what she said? I think maybe a little bit, like maybe more toward middle school. Like okay. you're already kind of getting an yeah, idea. You're already getting an idea you're, as to whether you're going to go to uh, tech. Trade school, yeah. tech school, yeah. university. Or yeah. whether you're going to go on to university. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But they're down in that university area district. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, I think they, they, they seemed to me to be, um, of the three that, that we met with, mm-hmm. um, kind of maybe the most discouraged, the yeah. most, um, or, uh, maybe not just on their but own, like, but the, but the, I think the weight of the task yeah, okay. is just, they're okay. feeling it right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. We all go through seasons. Like right. That. When Lance was uh, sharing with me, um, about, uh, uh, in the early part of their ministry, all the he called it all the starts and stops, and all the mm-hmm. starts and stops, mm-hmm. starts and stops, mm-hmm. and that's exactly yeah. Yeah. what uh, um, Philip and, and and Becca are dealing with right now. As a matter of yeah. fact, they they took a break during the summer months, mm-hmm. right? And so now they're getting ready to start up again in the yeah. fall. Yeah. And uh, uh, and he shared just a little bit about uh, their core team, and just they would they would get a, a seem to be a good core team together, mm-hmm. and then um, life happens people move and people move or people run into issues mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. and and when your you core know, team is like 10 12 maybe yeah 15, when it's already small, you lose a family and, exactly. and right there's a third of the people gone mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so um so one week you, know, you could have 10 to 12 you know in their meetings and, mm-hmm. and then the next week you're, you're not sure and then and then people just kind of disappear mm-hmm. it seemed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and um and just him kind of sorting sorting that out and mm-hmm. and, and and how they get it started again, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And so it's a uh, yeah, you think about all the challenges that come with planting a church in the United States, uh-huh. right? And you take that and then you you add to that that you're doing it in a city, it well, in a country that's not your home country, uh, in a city with a completely different culture than the city you grew up in, it, among a people who speak a completely different language than you grew up speaking, right? And you go through language school, you learn a lot, and and, and you know all these, uh, all the the well, um, 
uh, Tom and or, I'm sorry, uh, Philip and, uh, and Becca. I mean, they're, they're fairly fluent now and mm-hmm. you know, their kids are probably more fluent than they are at, uh, seven and four years old or whatever. But, uh, um, but yeah, just all the, all the difficulty of church planting and then, and then you add all this other stuff to it mm-hmm. and all the cultural stuff too, that, that mm-hmm. comes along with being in Western Europe and, it's just, it's a heavy load mm-hmm. and, and they're not totally alone. They have a group, but, they, but they don't, but they don't have people planting with them no. like, like Tom and easy have each other. Right. right. You got, and, yeah. um, but, yeah. uh, but Philip and Becca are right. kind of, um, uh, they're, they're leading it kind of on their own. Yeah. yeah. And Phil J, I mean, this is his country, right? I mean, yeah. so it's just, yeah. he's, he's just native. Right. Mm-hmm. But that, mm-hmm. that isn't the case with, uh, Philip no, and Becca with, yeah. And, yeah. and, yeah. um, that's just hard. It is hard. Yeah, it is hard. Is there, um, uh, and they have the challenge that since they are in the international district, and they're trying to focus on mm-hmm. starting a, a church that that um, is German speaking, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. for the for, Austrians, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And yet, all all those that were around them, yeah, there are many Americans that are like you know American expats or or maybe not expats, but transplants for work and that kind of thing who who if they're around people who speak English, they'll just fall into speaking English. But mm-hmm. you know, Philip was saying like, but if we, but if we try, if we start a church that way, right, then, then we're just going to, we're going to fall into being an English speaking church. Mm-hmm. And most of these people speak German. These right. are Austrians. Right. They're not English. Right. And, and yeah. so, which doesn't help towards gaining their trust. Right. 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 Yeah. If it's yeah. not in their native language. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, but it was good to spend some time with them and, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm pray and eat dinner and, and just, yeah, just spend some time with folks. Um, one thing I, I hadn't thought a whole lot about honestly, or the value in it before we came and and to see it firsthand. And I still feel a little, um, I don't know, strange saying this, but the value of encouragement Mm -hmm. for people on the field. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I was talking with Tom and sorry, not Tom. I keep saying, uh, Philip, and his wife Becca, the, mm-hmm. the IMB folks, mm-hmm. just asking. They have a home church uh, back in the states, and and uh, a church that sent them out. And and I asked him like you know, what their connection is like uh, with them. And obviously with you know COVID stuff, and and uh, not a lot of people, not a lot of people come out, and mm-hmm. and they're not maybe not quite ready for teams to come out and do stuff yet. But he said one thing that's been really helpful is that th- their church has sent on a couple occasions um, just encouragement teams. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just send a couple uh-huh. to come to Vienna, spend a week with them, yeah. maybe care for their kids, you know, watch the kids one night while, you know, Phil and, and Becca go to dinner or something like that, or mm-hmm. just, just come and spend time and pray for them and love on them. And, you know, and, and just, and, and I'd heard about such things, you know, before we came, I've never been on like an encouragement trip mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. Uh, but hearing Philip talk about it and how really how impactful it was, I yeah. was like, Okay. It's huge. I, I mean, yeah. Like I would have said before, like theoretically, I, I understand the value in it, but, but like, but to see it and he's going like, yeah, sometimes you just need someone from home to mm-hmm. come and say, mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. Keep yeah. working. Yeah. We're praying for you. Yeah. We're with you yeah. and not, and you can do that over the phone. You can do that over a zoom call, mm-hmm. but to, but to take the time and spend the money, right. To, to be here in person, like mm-hmm. just that personal personal encouragement face to face, you know, arm in arm kind of encouragement was really valuable to them. And, um, it just makes me think a little bit differently about how we as a church, how we think about sending Mm -hmm. people that it Mm -hmm. doesn't always have to be 
this, you know, send a big group of people to a faraway place to paint an orphanage or build houses or dig ditches and, or, or wells. And, and those are all fine things, right? Mm-hmm. As, as a means to building trust, to share the gospel with folks. But people in Western Europe have all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There, there aren't, for the most part, there aren't orphanages to paint. Right. There aren't houses to build. There aren't ditches to dig and, right. and, and wells to, to plumb. Um, but there are, there are local pastors and there are church planting missionaries mm-hmm. who do need encouragement, who, who need pastors and church members from the States to come and say, um, you have challenges. We have challenges too. Our challenges are different. Um, but, but our God is the same one and, uh, and, and he can do all kinds of things we can't imagine. So mm-hmm. let's just, let's just press forward in faith in mm-hmm. him together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, kind of like, um, is it, uh, oh man, I'm going to say this and then everyone from church is going to correct me. So <laughs> I, you want to say the name. So here's a quiz. If you've gotten this far in the podcast, uh, you can tell me who the names are later when we get back and down, but the two men who came to hold up Moses's arms yeah. in the middle of the, the right. battle between the Israelites and, um, I think it was the Amalekites and, uh, um, you know, as, as often as Moses's hands were in the air, the Israelites prevailed, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. right. And not because there's any power in Moses, but it's, you know, it's the power of God on display yeah. in and through Moses as, as his leader, but when his arms fell, the, the, the enemy army prevailed mm-hmm. and to have two men come along and just be like, Hey, listen, you got no strength left in your shoulders, but your arms got to be up. So yeah. here we are. And, yeah. and that's kind of the value of sending mm-hmm. encouragement teams yeah. to say, yeah. you know, yeah. we can't come and do the work for you. And in fact, it wouldn't be good if we did, because we, we might take away some of the, but we're going to hold your arms up. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Did you have a favorite meeting between the three of those among the three of those? Actually, no, because they were so different. Yeah, in, in, in every in each one of them, yeah, uh, they were the same, but yet they were they were different um, mm-hmm. from their perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, so actually no. Okay. Uh, um, did you? Uh, uh, they were all really great. Yeah, they were all really really good. Yeah, um, I did have a favorite though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, my 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 favorite was this time spent with Philip yeah. and, and Christina. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not because they're better, but mm-hmm. just. We've heard a lot about them through mm-hmm. Lance and Carrie. Lance and Carrie, I was very close to them. Um, and, um, but you just, sometimes you just meet people who, like their life seems to be operating in, in kind of, kind of in rhythm with your own, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and just the more time I spend in ministry, the rarer I see that, uh, that that's the case, mm-hmm. you know? Like people are, we're just all in different contexts and stuff, but sometimes... I mean, it's just a moment in time, but sometimes you, you run into people who are just like your lives are kind of harmonizing and, um, and there's, there's, um, you, you, there's just, there's a, there's encouragement there. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a fellowship and, uh, mm-hmm. even now just thinking about them, I'm, I'm just, you know, um, uh, getting a little, getting a little mm-hmm. emotional and, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, but just, man, see Philip's heart for his people, for mm-hmm. his, the church family he grew up in and, um. Uh, it just, all of that was, was, um, keep saying encouraging. I need to find a different word. Um, but it was just really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, and just really sensed, um, sense the presence of, of presence of, of God's spirit with us. Definitely meeting there. And, yeah. um, so yeah. anyway, yeah. so that was my favorite, but, but I mean, 
it's hard to, hard to say because they were all really, really good. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. so great to, it's great to see the, the different kinds of work that are going on here. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Experiencing the same challenge of it, but yet they were, they were just unique in each one of their mm-hmm. settings. And, uh, um, it was, uh, this has been a time for, for us to be here to encourage all three of them mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. in different mm-hmm. aspects, but, mm-hmm. uh, um, and in, in encouraging them, they, they really encourage us. Yeah. It makes yeah. us, it makes me think of how grateful I am for I, even just the simple things that we have, we meet every week. Mm-hmm. It's, it's never a question, right? I mean, we, yeah. we, we have opportunity to meet every week and, uh, um, and, as is typical, right? But we'll take that for granted. We have opportunity to meet as a church every week. That's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, exactly. So, and you know, in over 150, you know, you, some Sundays, you know, getting close to 200 or so, or just Which a, is you know, a couple dozen shy of 200. Yeah, but, that's a mega church but, for them. Yeah, in Austria, that's right. a mega church, right? right. So that, man, that puts that in perspective. Uh-huh. And to know that you're going to have more or less that amount of people kind of weak to it. Like that's kind of what you can expect in here. It's like, I don't know, we might have 30 this week. We might have 60. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Kind of gives you, it gives you an appreciation for what you have, mm-hmm. but at the same, like at the same time for me, it's like, yeah, but I don't want to be content with just maintaining and, and none of us should be content with just maintaining the group we have. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that we should always be striving to grow numbers um, cause do, numbers don't ever tell a whole story, but we're, we're striving to grow disciples of Jesus in faith and obedience to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just because like, oh, it, having 200 in worship attendance every week, that doesn't tell that doesn't tell you that that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, if we're growing people in faith and obedience to Jesus, I think we can, expect it's not a guarantee but we can expect that we may see those numbers increase especially as faithful and obedient disciples are proclaiming the gospel leading people to jesus and that kind of thing but at the same time you know we're talking with uh with uh, uh philip and christina sometimes faithfulness to god's word doesn't lead to numeric success we're talking about jeremiah and, and god's call mm-hmm. to jeremiah was right. to, to preach to a people they're going to get smaller and mm-hmm. go into exile mm-hmm. and you know, I, I don't know that that's necessarily always the case for the, the church today, but doesn't mean it won't ever be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Hard work. Really hard, hard work. Very hard really work. hard work. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, yeah. Carrie told me, um, I think it was after, after dinner tonight or maybe between one, one of our walks, um, through, uh, through the, the subway station. She, she just said, I think it was after we left Philip and Christina's house. She said, uh, it's so good you guys came. You guys have done, you guys have helped so much. And mm-hmm. I was like, we, yeah. we, we all we did was sit in people's houses and eat the food that they served us. I, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know what we, I don't, you know, I'm just looking like, what, what did I do? Well, but again, the value of listening. And, and that's the end thing. That's right? what it is. That's what it is. I mean, and, to, and being able to listen, listening with, a, uh, with a, the ability to relate mm-hmm. and to understand what they're going through. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and even if you couldn't relate exactly, you yeah. can still listen yeah. and how encouraged yeah. they are thinking yeah. that you guys would come all the way out here just to sit down with me to have breakfast, to listen to me. Uh-huh. And it's like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just, yeah. It takes me back to Philippians one, two to five. And as Paul's thanking the church of Philippi for their partnership in the gospel mm-hmm. from the beginning till now. But, mm-hmm. you know, and that word partnership is not in English. It's, it just doesn't convey enough. Um, the, the word Paul uses is koinonia, right? Mm. Fellowship, commonality, 
um, uh, partnership is, is a good word, but maybe in, in, in our American English context is lost, but just this, it is this arm in arm mutual commitment to one another, to, to Christ and, and because of our mutual commitment in Christ, our mm-hmm. commitment to one another mm-hmm. and the work of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, um, you get a sense of that with, uh, spending time with people who are here. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So people yeah. may ask me, what did y'all do on this trip? And we're like, we ate in a lot of people's homes mm-hmm. and we heard a lot of stories about church planting mm-hmm. and missions mm-hmm. and we prayed for some people. And I don't know that I did a whole lot mm-hmm. like in terms of expending effort, but the, but the people who are on the ground here, especially like Lance and Carrie, who have, who have a perspective on that are saying, no, it's really helpful. Mm-hmm. It's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, there, there you go. Just God doing big things through small people like mm-hmm. us. And, uh, right. Anyway. True. So it's been a really full two days. I got one day left. Yeah. Uh, we had some extra time tonight, so we went and did something fun. We saw a little small concert, mm-hmm. um, uh, in a little palace room somewhere. I don't even know what palace it was. And there's a lot of them out here. There's like 17 on every block. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but we had some fun listening to some some uh, some classics uh, played by a small small group, not a full orchestra, it was six well, six piece group. Yeah, piano, a couple of violins, viola, mm-hmm. cello, and a bass, and right. two singers, two singers, and uh, the dude was hammering it up. Bass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was he a bass yeah. or a baritone? Well, that's true. Probably, probably a baritone. Yeah. Well, listen, man, yeah. I don't know. I don't I, know any I, of that yeah. stuff. I just know it was fun. Yeah, and we had a good time. Yeah. So, um, well, I did learn. Don't don't take pictures with your phone during the show because the lead violinist violinist will walk down the aisle while in the middle of a song and she will give you the eye. I did not have my phone out, not me, and no one in our group. We all followed the rules. We were all uh, some other yokel in a in a row back and a row over. And whoo, man. Anyway, uh, but we had a good time. So tomorrow we'll we're gonna do some more walking around. We're gonna um, we're actually we're taking a palace tour tomorrow. Yeah, right. That uh, Carrie recommended uh, because it helps to explain so much of the history mm-hmm. and, and, um, and just all the stuff behind Viennese culture and yeah. why they are the way they are. Yeah. And this, um, this city that's very, very beautiful, um, how it also has, I think we'll, we'll expect to get some insight here. The way that Lance says it's a really, really beautiful city with a really, really dark side to it. Yeah. too. Yeah. So there's a lot of beauty and, and then there's this dark stuff in the mm-hmm. shadows and, mm-hmm. And, uh, or maybe not so much in the shadows, but it's a city of contrasts. And so I think we'll, we'll learn some more about that tomorrow Yeah, and we'll fly home Saturday. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, to those of you that have made it this far into the, into the, into our chat, uh, thank you for taking some time to tune in, continue praying for us. I hope, uh, ask you to, uh, and, uh, we look forward to Lord willing, uh, being home and being back in service on Sunday, October 1st. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, we, hope, we, we hope and expect to see you then. And uh, until then, God bless you. We'll see you soon.